In today's episode, I will share with you some best practices related to quick launch navigation in SharePoint Online. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 142 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. Before I talk about best practices, I first want uh, to explain to you what quick launch navigation in SharePoint is uh, all about. So when you create a site, when you create a SharePoint site, uh, whether it's a team site or a communication site, you do have quick launch navigation uh, that automatically appears uh, on each of the sites. In case if you create a communication site, uh, it appears on top. It essentially uh, appears horizontally from left to right. And then uh, if it's a team site, you uh, end up with uh, the navigation with the quick launch navigation. Essentially, it's a site navigation on the left-hand side. Uh, top to bottom. So that's the navigation I'm talking about. And I have a few suggestions for you, a few best practices related to managing that type of navigation. Uh, now, it uh, doesn't really matter whether you have a communication site or a team site. Uh, the best practices are pretty much the same. There are a few uh, best practices related uh, maybe more to team sites, uh, but I will make sure to mention that uh, to you. So the first advice, the first recommendation I would like to give you is to keep that navigation clean. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I work with uh, some of my clients and I see like 55 links uh, appearing across, uh, you know, the communication site or maybe on the left hand side and you end up need to, you pretty much need to scroll left to right or top to bottom uh, just to kind of see that navigation appear. Obviously, no one is uh, going to do that, uh, so make sure to keep it nice and clean, limited to a reasonable number of links, you know, I don't know, 5, 10, but uh, definitely not more than that. The second recommendation I have for you, uh, make sure to remove default links. What do I mean by that? So when you create uh, a team site uh, or a communication site, doesn't really matter, you end up with a few links that uh, Microsoft adds, you know, for you automatically. And some of those links are useful, like, you know, obviously a link to the document library called documents or notebook, you know, for one not, uh, notebook that appears on the team site. But the other few links that are always added uh, are pages, essentially a link to site pages library and site content, which is a shortcut to site contents. Now, Obviously, those links are nice to have if you want to quickly access uh, those, you know, libraries or those screens. But uh, think in terms of end users, right? If I'm the end user and it's a project site, uh, I probably don't need to see the link to pages library or even site content library. Uh, I probably need to see the links to the specific lists or libraries that appear and that are going to be useful to me. So make sure to delete the links you don't need. Essentially, those few default links that appear uh, automatically for you, um, make sure to keep the navigation nice and clean, minimize the number of links that you have. The other recommendation I want to share with you, uh, you can also utilize the sublink option. Uh, essentially, any link that you add, it will just appear kind of uh, below the previous link. But another option you can 
uh, utilize is to use sublink. And what actually happens, it organizes the links into those dropdowns. You can actually have up to two levels of links. So you can group your links up to two levels, which is super convenient. But let me give you a use case. Let's say, I don't know, you created 25 document libraries on your team site. Well, uh, obviously, if you add those links to the uh, quick launch uh, site navigation, it's going to be overwhelming. What you can do is uh, essentially create one label called, um, let's say, documents, and then links underneath to each and every library. And those links will be essentially sublinks. To make it happen, uh, just um, you obviously edit the navigation, click three dots next uh, to the given link, and uh, there, there will be an option uh, saying something like make sublink. And like I said, you can actually create up to two levels. All right, so you can have a sublink under a sublink. So this is a nice little uh, trick to organize your links. And what will end up happening once you uh, finish editing the links to the user, it will be like this uh, uh, kind of accordion style, you know, drop down. All right, they will need to click a little arrow next to the uh, major link, and it will open up all the sublinks underneath. So very, very uh, nice trick uh, in terms of you know keeping your site and navigation nice and clean. Next recommendation, next advice I want to give you, and this only applies to team site, not to communication sites. You can actually quickly link all the other Microsoft 365 group assets. Uh, so you know when you create a team site, right behind the scenes, it creates a Microsoft 365 group, but it also creates all the other assets, like a group calendar or a plan and planner. If you have a team attached, right, uh, there would also be a Microsoft team attached. And let's say I am on a SharePoint team site, but I want to quickly link all these other assets, right? So my users can quickly navigate uh, to the right team and teams, or uh, you know maybe a group calendar and Outlook, or maybe a given plan and planner. Well, guess what? You don't need to search for those URLs. All you need to do is just edit the navigation, and then uh, click the little plus sign that appears, add a link uh, like you normally do, uh, but instead of um, in that little pop-up, you're going to get choose an option, and it will, of course, prompt you for the link, for the URL. But if you click on that little drop-down, it will now give you the choices to all the other assets that already exist as part of Microsoft 365 Group. So uh, it will add links to conversations, which is essentially a, an inbox for the group. It will uh, add a link uh, to a calendar which is essentially a group calendar, a planner, uh, which is obviously a task management tool, as well as um, you know a link to Microsoft Teams if there is a team attached uh, to that particular Microsoft 365 group. So it's a nice little way to tie uh, in all the other components, all the other applications that are kind of part of the group. Uh, once again, this trick is only available on team sites, obviously not available on communication sites, because with communication sites, we really don't have a group attached. The next recommendation I have for you, uh, make sure uh, to link to the content that users have access to, all right? Because when you create a new link and you add it to the navigation, uh, essentially that link could be to some other documents, some other library, some other site that uh, recipients uh, of the site that they're on uh, might not necessarily have access to. So if that's what you want, you know, make sure that the recipients of the site where you are tweaking navigation also have access uh, to that content you're linking to. 
whether it's uh, again uh, another site, maybe some other library, some other folder or document. And a final recommendation I have for you, uh, make sure to utilize audience targeting. I actually recorded uh, an episode uh, earlier on audience targeting. Feel free to check it out. Uh, it's one of my earlier episodes, episode number 34. Uh, but essentially, audience targeting allows you to target content to various users. In our case, we can target links to different users. And what that means is that if, uh, let's say, I log in, I might see two or three links. And then if Mary logs in, she might only get to see one link, right? Maybe I want to target it based on a particular role, particular you know, security group. And of course, we can uh, set audience targeting on other content as well. Obviously, we can target uh, quick launch uh, navigation links. We can target uh, news and announcements. We can target um, quick links and even events in the SharePoint calendar. But in our case, we can target, uh, again, you know, links appearing in the quick launch uh, navigation menu uh, all you need to do it's pretty easy to set up all you need to do once again click edit button to manage the navigation and at the bottom below all the links you are going to see enable site navigation audience targeting toggle switch by default it's off you can enable it and after that all you need to do is just click on a given link and you will get to see an extra box appearing in the pop-up, uh, something called audiences to target. And this is where you specify the security groups who need to see the link. So if you leave it blank, everyone will get to see that link. Uh, but let's just say, I don't know, added a link to some document that only, I don't know, full-time employees, not part-time employees need to see. Well, what I can do is just once again, you know, follow the instructions I just gave you. And under audiences to target, I can specify the maybe an active directory group that includes all my full-time people. And once you click OK and exit, uh, essentially at that point, uh, users who are full-time employees who are part of that security group, they will get to see the link. And uh, users who are not part of that security group are not going to see the link. And uh, this is pretty powerful, uh, pretty powerful. It's just another way to keep the menu uh, nice and clean and relevant depending on the user who is logged in. Once again, if you want to learn more about this feature, I actually have a number of uh, blogs, uh, you know, blog posts on my blog. Feel free to check them out. I have uh, videos and I also recorded a separate podcast episode number 34 uh, explaining this feature to you. So this is all I wanted to share with you in today's episode. I uh, just wanted to share some best practices uh, in terms of quick launch navigation. Hopefully, uh, you will find them useful. As always, happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.